We don't play the social game. We are social. Power 98.5. Hi, this is Dan Aykroyd. He's progressive. He's beautiful. He's thoughtful. He's intelligent. He's powerful. He's positive. He is Stephen Cuoco on Power 98.5 Satellite Radio. Empowering listeners from the U.S. to the U.K. Live on air with Stephen Cuoco. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. You're live on air with Stephen Cuoco on Power 98.5 Satellite Radio. Appreciate all of you being with us here today. I know it's been a worthwhile wait. My team is here. <laughs> I'm going to honestly say connections, internet. We're going to be talking all about that today. We got Pofu. It's been a long time coming. We're excited to have him. You've been hearing his music a lot on Power 98.5 for at least, what, four months now, I believe it's been, hasn't it? At least four months. Uh, I'm excited. I, I was just talking to him a little bit before we went live, and I never thought we would ever have an interview. Not saying we weren't, but I never thought we were going to be in this moment where he would be with us uh, live today. Uh, hailing out of Los Angeles, he's from Mission Canada, full of talent, full of life, a lot to look up to, and then most importantly, we're going to be talking about his new album, Gathered by the Lantern, it's going to be released October 6th, his new single, No Balls, is out now, uh, we're going to be getting that, I wanted to have this interview before we add that to the station, make sure you guys have that on the list, <laughs> and Christina, I know you're always ahead of the game on it, but uh, yeah, it's a uh, big shout out to Sarah too, thank you for putting this together, Isaiah, Mr. AK, Hello. also known as Pofu, good morning, how are you? I'm doing great, bro. Doing great. It was nice chatting with you before we went live, just going over my notes, catching up on some things. You're in LA. Mm -hmm. How long have you been there? I've uh, been here uh, for a week now. Are you permanently living there or just temporarily just here doing your thing? Uh, yeah, I just came down here for two weeks so I could start uh, rehearsing because like, my, my bandmates are living in L.A., so then we're going to fight a year up together. You ever planning on moving here full-time to the States, or are you thinking, no, States is a little bit too messed up, crazy all over the place, I'm going to keep <laughs> with Canada? Uh, I mean, Canada and the States are like, they're actually really similar, I feel like, in a lot of ways, so... I mean, I could see myself living in the States somewhere. Um, probably not Los Angeles, though. It's a bit too crazy. I would say you can consider doing, I don't know, maybe Vegas. That's where I'm currently at right now. Vegas or, I don't know. I You would do good in New York. I'm from Jersey. I believe you would fit well with people in the East Coast. Yeah, yeah, maybe. The concrete jungle. I would say I would love to see you in Manhattan. You could do well in Brooklyn. Brooklyn's changed a lot. But, uh, yeah, the New Yorkers would love you. You'd do great. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, to go back, you've shared a lot of information. There's a lot out there about you. I believe more needs to be written about you. 
you've got a long story, long history of experience. One of the questions I have is, uh, you stated in one of your interviews a while back, is that you believe that there is a reason for you being here and there's meaning behind your life. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about what you believe the meaning is behind your life? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I know completely what the meaning is yet, but I know that we all have a meaning. Um, otherwise we wouldn't be here, you know? And, um, yeah, I mean, I think it's all like my life so far has just been a path to understanding what that is and, and trying to help people along the way. And I mean, music, I feel like is something that, that God has gifted me with in terms of like growing up in a musical home and stuff and just always having it around me. And so it's, it's just, it's like a big blessing to be able to like reach people with what I love doing and seeing that like people can learn things from my music or um, feel happier, feel like somebody understands them and stuff. So it's, uh, I mean, right now that's kind of, I feel like that's, that's what I'm meant to do. You believe humans are broken and it's nice and peaceful to know that someone wants to guide you on your steps. Are you meaning God, you meaning your parents, your friends, or all the above? Uh, I mean, yeah, no, I'm, I'm talking about God, but I think God can, can speak through people as well, you know? Um, so, yeah, it, it was, I remember reading this Bible verse and it's saying how, like, we're all born broken. And I just, I just thought it was so cool because it's like, I feel like when you think you're you were supposed to do good by yourself and when you when you have all this weight on your shoulders to do to live up to like the person you want to be and stuff is it's uh it's, you're always gonna let it down you know like nobody nobody can do everything on their on their own and it's it's heartbreaking when you think you can and you're not able to you know so it's 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 very peaceful for me uh, to know that there's somebody so much wiser and so much more loving. Uh, somewhere like watching over me and, and uh, wanting to help me when I, when I looked in. You express that when you're upset or you have a lot of emotions going on, you go in the room, you close the door, you lay on the floor, and that is your, your moment of reflection. What's going through your body, your mind? What is it about that grounding experience? I mean, it's not a chair. It's not a bed. You're not writing. You're there, solid, on the floor. What are you connecting to? Um, I think kind of just myself, I guess, mostly. Uh, it's kind of just like... I think the main reason I do it is because I have all these thoughts in my head going on, you know, and when there's nothing around me, when I'm laying down, uh, I can, I can kind of organize those thoughts, I guess, and figure out what's the most important and why I'm thinking certain things and stuff. And it's, uh, it's kind of just a little therapy session, I guess, for, for myself. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I think God can speak to me in that time too, as well. just going through some of my notes here, wanting to have the best for you. Um, you said that when you get sad, you start to question everything. Is it where you're having a conversation with the Lord of wanting to know what your purpose is? Is it something 
absolutely specific to you looking at some sort of meaning, what would that be? Um, yeah, I, I think I used to have, I mean, every year it's, I, I have those thoughts less and less because I feel like I'm, I'm learning more every year and understanding more and more. Um, but, but yeah, when I, yeah, when I, when I get sad, sometimes I'll, I'll, like, I'll, I'll just ask questions, you know, and I'll be like, why is this happening? Or, yeah, I don't know. It's just, just trying to figure out life. I like how you just, you're so deep, you know yourself so well, you don't go on and on and on with your answers, yet it's so clear. I'm telling you, you're very highly educated. And normally, someone that's highly educated like yourself has impactful answers in one or two sentences, and most human beings do not do that especially those that are very kinesthetic and very introverted. Have you always been like that? And this isn't, this is just something of me having to ask because it's, you're very interesting. You're an incredible person and a human being in a way that you process information. It's, you're very subtle and calm on the outside, but it's almost like you've got a Google inside your brain that's processing and taking down a dictation so quick. And then you're pounding out a simple one answer or two answers. Like you're a human chat GPT. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, no, no, I definitely haven't always been like this though. I am, um, like when I think back to like high school and middle school, um, I feel like I was quite noisy and like, I get frustrated thinking of the person I used to be because I, I think, I think a big mistake that a lot of people make, um, it's just like they, they, yeah, like you're saying, it's like talking too much. Like I, I was always, I'm always scared that I'm going to talk too much fun. And in grade nine, I remember like specifically, like I was like just saying stupid shit and I was trying to be funny. And, um, it's just like, I feel like it never did anything good for me. So then, uh, grade 10, that's when I kind of started getting a bit more confidence. And, um, I didn't care as much like how I looked or who I was hanging out with at school and stuff. So then that's when I started hanging out with these like two girls and, um, my life kind of just calmed down a bit. And, uh, I wasn't always trying to be center of attention. And I just realized I liked it a lot more. And it's like, it wasn't like life wasn't as stressful. I was always trying to be like the cool kid and stuff, you know? And then, um, yeah, in grade 12, I feel like that's when I really kind of didn't talk to anybody. Cause I, I left my high school, uh, halfway through the year and I went to like this community college and I literally, I just sat in the back of the class. I know it sounds, sounds weird, but I just sat in the back of the class and I just listened to everybody else. And like, I think I only have one friend in the whole college. Um, but yeah. You said that you believe God chose you to be here for a reason. Your lyrics, you believe, can help people. But in the beginning, before all of this, you wanted to be a counselor. Is that still a possibility? Are you still contemplating or entertaining the thought of wanting to be a counselor? Yeah, no, I, the the thing, I think the main reason I want to be a counselor is I do, I love talking to people like one-on-one and just understanding their life and trying to, just trying to figure out their thoughts on life basically. And, and it's just, it's super interesting to me. Like, I think it's so cool how everybody is so different and like some people don't even see how they're different. And it's like, it's, it's, it's cool to be able to like point those things out to them, you know? And, um, 
yeah, I mean, I, I, I've deep talks with my friends all the time and it's, uh, yeah, it's one of my favorite things to do. You enjoy being in a studio by yourself. You feel that if you've got a producer or someone else in there, you feel a bit rushed. Are you still working in that manner? Uh, for the most part. Yeah. Um, I've definitely gotten better at working in studios though. Um, and it depends how close I am like with the producer as well. Like sometimes I'll, uh, I'll click with the producer and, and we just, we make things at our own time. It's, it's very chill. Um, other times though, it'll be like awkward sometimes in the studio and then I'll just never work with that person again, which is, which is chill as well. I wrote down here in my note, he enjoys today as he enjoys taking as much time to himself to reflect. We've got 1,440 minutes and 86,400 seconds in a day. How many of those are you taking for yourself? And what would you recommend to someone else that lives and believes that they need to be in a world that's rushed and a world that moves so fast because of fear of not accomplishing anything, fear of loss, being, you know, having a fear of being forgotten, rejection. What would you have to say to people who don't take time to reflect? And what do you feel that they should do or consider doing to know that they can trust, they can be at ease, and to maybe have more faith? Yeah, I mean, a big a big thing for me is uh yeah taking time no matter how much time it is like it could be like one minute or it could be an hour you know um and i like i used to try to read the bible and pray at night time but i realized that i wasn't like in the right headspace and i was always tired and like falling asleep and stuff so then i decided to start doing it in the mornings and i i feel like the mornings is also better because you start your day off on like a positive side and just being more organized and stuff with yourself uh, so yeah, every morning I'll try to read the Bible or pray, and um, I mean it does I, it does so much good for me. Like it, uh, yeah. I realize when I when I'm reading the Bible or when I'm praying lots, I I feel like I'm just like a more loving person, and I I take more time to like say things, and I'm more I just feel like I have more patience, more fruits of the spirit, and I think that would be with everybody as well. Like um, and like you're saying that that life everybody feels like they're rushed to do the next thing, you know? And I feel like that's a bad habit that we, that we all have. Um, and it's, it's, it's really hard not to rush, but it's definitely, you definitely need to take your time, you know, cause you're never going to experience anything if you're always looking to the next thing. And the Bible has one verse that I really like, and it says tomorrow has enough anxieties of its own. Um, yeah. So just, just focus on today. I appreciate that. Can you repeat that one more time? It's perfect. Tomorrow has enough anxieties of its own. I like that. You should consider uh, putting that on one of your merches if you got merch. Yeah, for sure. That'd be cool. Your dad had an experience with labels in, in the past. You've had experience with labels. You've made it very clear your requirements, what you will, what you will allow and, and, you know, setting boundaries and things that, you know, having clear goals. 
and a clear vision. What advice would you have to those who want to be either signed with the label or who want to remain independent? And before you answer that, the reason why I'm asked or asking this is because not speaking for you, but most people believe that when you're signed with a label and a person is in the red for half a million dollars to millions of dollars because everything is is paid for, for the most part, when you're signed with a label, when we think of media and production and costume and everything else like that, and music artists have got to spend years or decades to pay that back. And that's why most labels want to own even managers. There are times music artists don't even realize managers want to own your intellectual property. They want to own your masters. You know, they treat it like a real estate business. So from a neutral place and having peace in your heart and experience, I'm going to ask the question again. What best advice to those who would want to be signed to a label or to remain independent, what would you have to say to them? Yeah, it's, um, I think it depends on, on, your, on what type of person you are. You know, so like for me, for example, I started music independently and I was just like, I was making a lot of music. So I, I loved releasing songs like back to back to back. And, um, I also enjoy just being my own boss and just doing it for fun and like not, not treating it as like uh, a business, you know? And so when I signed to the label, um, there's a lot more just like they're, they're strategizing things and telling me what time to post and why I should do this and not this and stuff, you know? And it's, it's good. And I, I think a lot of people would like that more. Um, But then again, there's a lot of people that are like me as well, where it's like, they just want to make music, you know, and if it connects with people, then, then that's awesome. And another thing, um, yeah, another thing I didn't realize when I signed is like, like the label, they're, they're, um, they're very like willing to pay for things and stuff. And, but almost at like in, in almost every record deal, like, all the money they're spending and stuff is like recoupable. So it's like, people will be like, Oh, my label's paying for this. But then it's like, you're actually paying for it out of your, your percentages, you know, and they, and they're, uh, they're going to take it all back. So it's kind of, when people say like my label's paying for this, it's kind of just weird to me because it's like, they're actually not paying for it, you know, but <laughs> anyways, that's just a, another side thing. And exactly, yeah, nothing is for free. They don't hand you guys nothing for free. Good luck if they may have a pack of juicy fruit in their pocket and they'll give you even a piece of gum for free. <laughs> for those that are tuning in, we've got Isaiah Faber. He's best known as Pofu. I don't want to be like someone else, and I don't know if anyone ever asked you this, but I'm going to do it. Why Pofu? Um, cause when I made, when I started making music in grade 12, I, uh, I was like pretty, uh, shy. I didn't want people to like know I made music and, and like look up my real name, um, and see my stuff. So I decided to like make a, a random alias that had nothing to do with me. And 
I uh, I just wanted it to be short and sound cool, so I literally was just mixing and matching random sounds, and I came up with powerful. I like it. It reminds. It sounds like something you would find on Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as a compliment. <laughs> I mean, as a compliment. Uh, you've That's got. Good. No Balls that recently came out. It talks about commitment is scary, but it's worth it in the end. True love is not leaving when the feelings disappear, but staying together until the feelings come back. That's, once again, simple. Two sentences, if not one sentence within itself. Uh, Very creative. But most importantly, or in addition, we've got to look at Gathered by the Lantern. Why the title? Uh, it sounds like a Nicholas Sparks. I don't, he's one of my favorite authors. If you've ever heard of him, he's, he does a lot of love stories and things that have like drama and where there's faith and people come back, you know, finding out who they are and why their relationships happen the way they did. It sounds like a film title. I, I would even encourage you. This is what's coming to my mind. You have videos going on take your cell phone get videos behind the scenes i would like for you to create this is just a publicist to me a little mini 25 28 minute maybe an hour let's say less for someone like you less is going to be really really more 28 minutes to maybe 40 45 mini docu-series film something gathered by the lantern and you doing a small West Coast, maybe even Canada as well, but a small West Coast film festival and go into what not only Gathered by the Lantern is about, but also in addition, extend the questions and the experiences and put that in that mini documentary about what it means to be signed to a label, your experience as a 24 year old music artist, you know, you know, having those moments of seeing you laying there on the floor, not forced, not manufactured, but if there are moments, what it would mean to see and and feel what your energy and your aura and your ambiance is like in the studio or, you know, even eating fries or something, chatting with a friend, but there's something about this title that it's more than just a new album. This is some type of short little film, and I, I hope that uh, you receive that, and if you choose to do it, definitely make sure you have a mini film festival tour. That would be awesome. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's also the name of the tour, so I'll be, uh, I'll be filming a lot when I'm, when I'm in Europe as well, which would be good. Which would be perfect for a mini docu. Or whatever, if you don't yeah. want to call it a documentary, Isaiah, you know, call it, give it a different title, but I know you'll put something brilliant after it. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and when does your tour start? Uh, starts, uh, <laughs> a good question. I think Sunday or Monday, if I'm correct. We've got that up, right? Yeah. All right, so the tour... Starts September 23rd in Amsterdam. Okay. That's it. I'm just, I'm just focused on the rehearsals right now. Okay. September 23rd, yep, in Amsterdam. 
September 23rd. Then you're going to be in Berlin on September 24th. Milan, Barcelona, Munich. Munich sold out. Uh, low tickets on Paris, London, Birmingham, Manchester. And then last is October 7th, and that's Dublin. That's a really good yeah. tour. Wow. Yeah, I'm super excited. Is anyone opening for you, or who's going to be there with you? Yeah, I got I got my uh, high school friend Cody Lawless coming with me, and then uh, my other friend from Iceland named Els. This is incredible. All right, after several years contributing to the lo-fi hip-hop scene on YouTube, Palfu emerged from a small town outside of Vancouver, Canada, and established himself as a key player in bringing the lo-fi genre into the mainstream. Deathbed, I remember that one because I had that on the station. This is, it's, mm -hmm. it's brilliant of how you're so not commercial, yet you've got something here to really consider if you're going to be building a business or a nonprofit or extending something down a road, I believe you're a music artist and a creator and someone that can create some sort of tools and education system to segue for other music artists. And I know a lot of music artists start their own label or go into producing or producers start that, but there's something different about you to where I believe you can create a better way of doing business and building relationships in a music industry. How does that sound to you? That sounds amazing. <clears throat> it's in you. And I told you before we went live, you remind me of a clean cut version of a little peep. And I believe that that's something if he was still alive, he would have ended up doing. Uh, he comes from Pennsylvania. I'm from Jersey, comes from Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania people are, little bit different than us Jersey people, but yet they're very domesticated. I believe he came from the area of uh, Allentown or Bethlehem. I believe it was Allentown, very country, um, very family oriented. And you've got that style about you. And I'm just going to honestly say there is a lot more you can extend from this Isaiah for yourself and with yourself that can be incredibly uh, meaningful having a lot of purpose, going back to some of the questions and what you've shared in past interviews about having purpose and meaning, um, how God's played a big role in your life, about reflection, about you know always having good questions when you're feeling sad or just in general to know yourself better. And more importantly, everything that you're doing is you're correct when it comes to your lyrics and when you compile all of these these messages and insights you are helping other people to expand to ask questions to be a lot more insightful to start with themselves and whether they're religious or of faith or not it's basically learning how to have faith within themselves in order to extend to find other things in life that have meaning and faith mm -hmm. and purpose as well so it's why we're here and and god only puts people in my path like you that are doing extraordinary things in the world. I just don't interview people to just interview people. I do what I do just like you is I awaken and become awakened and to share that awakening through public relations and interviewing people. 
the way that you do it through music and producing. That's awesome. Any shout outs you want to give? Uh, I mean, shout outs to Cody Lawless and Aus for coming on tour with me. They make amazing music and go check them out. And then uh, shout out Zany and Jomi. I'm staying at their crib right now. They're always hosting me, which is amazing. And they also make music. And um, yeah, just uh, excited to see all who's coming on the tour to see me. And uh, also got a show in LA in November. So try to make it out to any of those if you can. We've got Palfu here with us today, Mr. Isaiah Faber. Any closing thoughts? Anything you want to share? Um, I, uh, I appreciate everybody who's listening. And y'all all have a purpose in life. And, um, yeah, we're all, we're all put here for a reason. So keep asking big questions and trying to do good and seek out God, and, and uh, you'll be blessed. I appreciate you very much. Thank you for being with us today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Hold the line real quick, Isaiah. We're going to close out. And uh, congratulations on your upcoming tour. Already some sold out, almost sold out tickets. And mm-hmm. yeah, you're. I, I, I got to ask. Let's get back here. Where do I have it? All right. Are you flying first class? Please tell me you are. <laughs> I don't think so. All right, because that's a trip out there to Amsterdam out on September 3rd. Yeah, that is true, eh? Yeah, it is. Yeah, that needs to be worked on. First class flights. I mean, something here. I mean, with all of these cities. Yeah. Once again, September 3rd, Amsterdam. And looks like they're expecting sold out. Low tickets on Berlin the day after. Milan, September 26th. September 28th, Barcelona. And then... Munich, that's already sold out. Uh, socials, I know you're not interested in the TikTok thing. Where do you want most people to go and find you at? Is it Instagram? Yeah, Instagram would be the best one. Okay. Well, I'm proud of you. Congratulations. You're going to con- continue to do extraordinary things in this world. You're moving in the right direction. I have only uplifting and positive things to say about you and to you. And most importantly, what is touching my heart to close out to say is I am not worried for you. No matter where you go, wherever you go in life, even in your most stillness, Isaiah, you are protected. You've got grace. You are encompassed with so much incredible skill and talent and foresight to where no matter how you process this world, you do have a very long time to be here. And when you're not inspiring someone else's life in real time, you will continue to inspire people's lives with the legacy that you're leaving here. Because we all know that you can make a song and it can be, 2033, 11 years from now, no, 10 years from now, your song to them will feel like the first time as though it just came out that day and was launched. So you're, you're creating a huge, huge timeless legacy here. That's going to live on for decades, millennium. Well, I I appreciate it. You, you said a lot of kind things and that means a lot. 
You're very welcome. Thank you to everyone for joining us today live on air with Stephen Quoke on Power 98.5 Satellite Radio. Whether you're listening to us on the iOS or Android app, Alexa, Apple Music, and many more, remember we are your premier destination for all things news, music, sports, entertainment, and more. We will have this episode available on any one of your favorite podcast channels, Amazon Music, Amazon Audible, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. However, we like for you to be here first. Definitely check the schedule on the app or on power985.com. We will re-air this episode throughout the month. Have a great day, everyone. Friend us on your socials and let's connect.